0: We all get it. Postpartum and the years after having a baby is no walk in the park. But you know what? It isn't just about depression or anxiety either. Hey, my friend, I'm Miranda Bauer, homesteading mama with four wild kids whose life passion and education is all about supporting mothers and providers and understanding the science, the art, and the sacredness of healing after birth. What we know as common sense in the postpartum years has many women feeling just plain awful. It's time to bring back the truth, get you the tools you need to heal and thrive in motherhood and beyond. Hello, my friends, welcome to the podcast. You are in for a very special treat. Recently, I had the privilege of interviewing seven incredible women And I'm gonna be sharing with you these interviews over the next several podcasts. And this was actually an interview series that we did when we had our Nourishing Postpartum Retreat, which happened this last September and an effort to launch our brand new postpartum university. So you're seeing all of the transition happening on our podcast and on our Instagram and all of the things. And to bring that transition and just to really celebrate that, we had these incredible speakers join us for the Nourishing Postpartum Retreat. So without further ado, I'm going to go ahead and share with you this retreat interviewee, and enjoy. Hello, welcome to the Nourishing Postpartum Retreat. This video is something very, very special that I can't wait to share with you. Leisha Nielsen is one of my absolute most amazing mentors and it's someone I have worked with personally. She has coached me personally and a multitude of growth and transformations. Really, her mission is twofold. It's to repattern your nervous system from dysregulation and childhood conditioning so that you can shine from a place of embodied wellness and really guide you to reconnect with your divine feminine and your womb space she has spent over a decade studying trauma meditation stress responses in the body a psychosomatics attachment the womb birth work so many different things she is a very well established specialist and facilitating the release of this dysregulation and conditioning of the mind and body again incredibly powerful So in this interview today, she's going to share with us how our own drive is often built upon trauma and how we can shift that naturally. We talk about co-regulation and how our nervous systems work better as a community. And we talk about psychosomatics and bringing wholeness into our body and that of our clients. So as you are listening in today in this conversation, I want you to really be thinking in, about how you are showing up in your body and in your space. How is that being reflected into the work that you're doing with your clients? Enjoy this amazing conversation. And I can't wait to hear your thoughts and how this uh, resonates with you in the postpartum circle group. Enjoy. Hello, everyone. I am so, so thrilled to have with us today, Lisha Nielsen. And Lisha, I I saw a post of yours recently. And I was like, I have to have her here. I have to have her speaking on this. And you you wrote a piece on social media and it had me in awe. And you said there is a deep mistrust because if I don't do it, who will? There is a deep desire to overgive because if I don't help who will? There is an anxiety to never stop because I am never enough. And you followed it up with we are so busy trying to heal the world that we haven't stopped to heal themselves. This is incredibly deep. Can we just sit with that for a second and and like expand on what it is that you are sharing here. I mean, I know that it's so much for an intro, right? Like we're we're just going to go right into the depths of, of all of the beauty that you share and all the wisdom you share in the world. So let's expand on this. Mm.
1: Yeah, thank you. I'm just like, okay, let's let that sit. Um, I think so much of it is a reflection too of where I personally am in my process and where personally I've been on my own journey, where I'm headed, and and really my desire to to help women, but not from a place of the wounded healer, or not from a place of exhaustion. And I've been in that place. I've been in that place where I'm serving from exhaustion. I'm, I'm serving from this place of like personal wounding and just realizing that I actually does mean no good as a provider, as a care provider for women for postpartum pregnancy, whatever it is, if my cup is empty and there's so much pressure in our society to go, go, go do, do, do. And a lot of of the work you and I have done together, the work that you do and the work that I do is really helping women tap more into the feminine. And the conditioning that comes when part of being in the feminine means slowing down, it means taking a pause. That means going with the flow and the conditioning that comes with that is like, we can't, we can't take pauses. We can't slow down because who will, like I said in the post, if, if I'm not, who will, and maybe someone else will. And then I'm not helping I'm not serving the world. So it's, it's a lot of what I sit with and a lot of what I feel is really important as part of healing is, is this moment to pause to make sure our cups are full.
0: I appreciate this so much because many of us who are in this postpartum and, and pregnancy and birth space, we are here because of our own unique stories, our own entrances into motherhood. And often we're here because we didn't like those stories because those stories were traumatic for us because we recognized that the support that we received was not the support that we needed. And we're here because we're making a change where we don't want that to happen in our lives. And I'm, I'm here for the exact same reason because of my own personal experiences and this recognition that there is something more. And so often what I see in the birth world is that we operate from this place of, I can't let my clients feel that. And I have to do it all. I have to do everything. I have to go, 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 go. And if I stop, then it's never going to happen. And even more, if if I don't do it or if I don't support everyone in this, then we're all going to fail. Every woman, a woman in pregnancy and postpartum and birth needs support. And so if I am not providing that, then what am I doing here?
1: Yeah. And it, I mean, it really comes down to this core wounding of scarcity. Cause like, at what point can we lean in and realize wow? there's like, I don't have to do it all because we work as a collective and we work as a community. And that's really what my desire is to start seeing this shift in the birth world and in all aspects, pregnancy postpartum is like, how can we start to move away from so much individualism and more into community? So it's like this core wounding of scarcity of, of like, if I don't do it, who's going to save the women when there's so many of us that are so talented and can offer support and services and this core wounding of enoughness, like I am enough being enough. Um, I have enough clients. I'm doing enough. I'm offering enough support. All of that is if there's that external pressure, it's like, At what point in ourselves, it's a reflection of ourselves as above, so below. So if we know that we're doing enough, we're offering enough, we are enough with our services, whether they're one client or 10 clients, depending on our window of tolerance and our capacity for our nervous system. If if we have that clarity and that understanding and and also just this, this core wounding of like, the enoughness links us back into the worthiness and like really understanding that we are worthy. If we decide to sit and drink a cup of tea, (laughs) we are worthy. If we decide to walk in nature or put our feet in the grass, it's not all about like constantly, constantly go, 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 do, do, do. And when we come from that space of like worthiness, enoughness, we bring that into our clients. We hold that light for our clients. We emanate, we embody that in our bodies. We don't have to teach anything or do anything. It's just in our system. And then our clients receive that from us just by being around them.
0: What I love about this is that you're speaking about supporting everyone really in our own space by just simply being who we are Mm. rather from this place of I have to do everything I have to go which is really where so many of us operate and I I, and I was in this exact same place and I catch myself often right it's a it's a, a constant ever evolving space and we have worked together you you have coached me in this personally but what I've learned is that so much of my business on a personal level. And what I witnessed from others in the field too, is that we are truly creating a business on our trauma and we're running our business in a very traumatic way.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause what is trauma, right? Trauma being a big cornerstone of trauma is too much, too fast, too soon and not enough. So many of us experience a trauma because information or whatever's happening, we'll put it into the birth world. The birth is happening too fast. There's too much going on for the nervous system to be able to take in all the moving parts and all the moving pieces of labor and delivery. You're not getting enough support from the doctors, the nurses, maybe the midwife, maybe from your partner, depending on your birth experience too fast. And I mean, (laughs) look at the birth world and how often more women are rushed into C-section, how women, how quickly women are rushed into being induced, how quickly women are rushed into using forceps or whatever it is. And the nervous system can't take all that information in and we go into survival mode. And then we take that and move that energy because it isn't fully healed. Just like you said into how we're running our practices. We're doing things really fast. We're doing things without enough support. We don't know how to sit back and receive support. We don't ask for help. We don't know how to articulate our needs. We're constantly going. It's too much. We're taking on so much more. And and in addition, plus so much more of what's going on in our society right now. We're being inundated with so much information and so much collective trauma that even that alone without running your own business is so much to navigate. <laughs> truly. Truly it is. Absolutely. And everything's just getting piled and piled and piled and then our cups are full and we don't know why. We're like a couple of years ago I handled this just fine. Why can't I now? I hear that a lot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Are you a professional in the field of birth and postpartum? I am so glad that you are here. If you love what you're hearing, know that we have an in-depth introductory training on holistic postpartum nutrition. Go to mirandabauer.com training. We'll see you there. This is all something that I feel so many of us are becoming very well aware of right? Where we're becoming very well aware that the way in which we are living life right now is not really working. It's not working. And and I love that you bring in the conversation of our nervous system because you know me, I'm a science junkie, <laughs> especially as it plays into to trauma and to you know, our, our emotional fields and how that really interacts with the people that we are serving and, and really not just the people that we're serving, but also our families, right? Our everyday lives. Can you maybe speak on how that all interacts and interweaves into each other and how we're all so
1: interconnected
0: in our experiences?
1: Yeah, if I understand your question correctly, it's it's this weaving, right? And like this interconnection of, and so many birth workers have families themselves. They have businesses. They might have two businesses, like they have a regular job and then they're on the side, they're acting as a doula or a postpartum doula. And then they have families. And then we have the collective pieces and it's all in, it's all in our woven and our, and our nervous systems take that on. So, you know, if we're arguing with our partner, there's disconnection in the relationship. It takes a really emotionally intelligent human being to set that aside and say, okay, I'm going to set this aside and, and not let it impact my day and be able to go see my clients and be able to go to do my work and work with my kids and then come back and then start to deal with the disconnection of the partner. So it's really hard to separate all these different pieces, right? And our nervous system then is constantly, I think of it almost right now as like a pinball machine. We're all in a giant pinball machine where we're just like bing, 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 bing from one task to the next, from one activity to the next, to one emotion to the next, like input, 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 and our nervous system isn't having a chance to land. And even the simple practice of, I've started to get on calls with clients, and the first thing I have them do is like, hey, let's just take a minute to arrive here together. just like take a breath and start to co-regulate because I've noticed so much now. It's like we're so in this zoom world and whether we're doing stuff in person or on zoom, it's like we're going from one thing to the next without landing or sitting with the activity, the presence of what's actually happening in the moment. And then you take all the energy from your previous task and just bring it into your next one.
0: not very helpful.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right.
0: As I as I feel like we can all really really relate to. This is such a relatable conversation. And because no matter where you are in life this is something that collectively we're all experiencing, right? And so bringing it back to the table of us as professionals who are showing up and you know as birth professionals as postpartum professionals and we're in this world and we're constantly pinging what are some things that we can do to not be in a place where we're operating from here how how do we regulate how do we self regulate how do we how do we come back into our bodies
1: yeah yeah i mean it really is about self regulation and And before addressing the self-regulation, it's thinking about it in the concepts of of co-regulation. So we are, we are co-regulators, our nervous systems work better in community. We just do. And that's how we move through the world. So, so if I'm in my body and I'm co-regulated and I'm the practitioner, say I'm working with you if I come into a session and I'm co and I'm regulated and I'm calm, your nervous system will actually come into calmness and regulation just by me being in regulation. The nervous system naturally seeks out the calmness and, and coming into regulation. It just naturally happens. There's nothing we have to do or say to our bodies to do that. In cases of extreme, extreme PTSD or trauma, that might not be the case. But usually in a one-on-one or, or working one-on-one with moms, it's like if you're going into their homes or you're doing a call with them, the more that you yourself are regulated, clear, holding this energy of peace, their nervous system is going to go into that as well. And for a new mom, especially who's experiencing stress and not sleeping and maybe breastfeeding's not going well and they're sleep deprived, holding that point that alone can do more than giving them a lot of wordy education, just being with them in their journey as a regulated being. So, and every person's nervous system works differently. And from my training in occupational therapy, I really like to bring in the sensory system and thinking about how the sensory system is, is what affects our nervous system. So everyone's going to have a different way their senses help regulate their nervous system. So for me, my nervous system loves touch. It loves movement and it loves like smell. So I've learned that about myself. And I know for me, if I'm exercising regularly and I call it um, completing the stress cycle, that makes a huge difference in how I write and how I can regulate my body. And that's almost a preparatory. Like I'm doing that prepping myself for my day or emptying my stress out at the end of the day, getting movement and movement doesn't have to be like, I have to go for a 20 mile jog. Now it can be a dance. It can be one song where you dance and move your body. Breath is a really great way to, to just bring your nervous system quickly back into alignment. Uh, sense, like I said, smells using smell like lavender, frankincense, depending again on your body that can quickly drop you into the present moment. So I find having consistent practices that work for you every day. You're doing this every day for at least 30 minutes, whether it's 15 minute chunks or a longer 30 minute chunk. And that might be exercise, movement, breath work, dancing, a long shower by yourself without your kids. Like whatever it is that that's preparing your system. And then the quick things that you can do in between clients. A couple quick, like 10 breaths. You can sit in your car and do 10 breaths. It immediately brings you back. You can sit in your car and do a quick visualization where you're just imagining your car filled with light and you, and your heart opening and expanding. If you're a sensory, if you're a touch person like I am, it's like taking a minute and just holding yourself. And like we can all do this right now where you lovingly just wrap your arms around yourself and just allow yourself to be held by yourself for a moment can immediately drop you into your body. Um, squeezes. It's hard to see me, but I'm like squeezing up and down my arms and legs to kind of wake me up and bring me back into my body.
0: So much beautiful advice that you are sharing here and really this is something that even we can bring to the beginning of our conversation when we're talking about this nervous system and this need to go 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 and how we're really operating, oftentimes in this place of dysregulation, right? Um, and and almost even trauma at times. So all of these are beautiful techniques that we can do. And what I'm hearing is really just. Being with our senses, that's what it means to be in our body, right? Is to allow ourselves to feel, to feel, to smell, to hear, to see, and to kind of soak that in
1: just for a moment. Yeah. So the average time it takes for your body to register a sunset is eight seconds. Mm. So, so many of us are like, oh, look at that sunset. That's amazing. And then we keep walking. And so highlighting what you said, it's really taking a pause in eight seconds. And, and there's research about hugs as well. I think it's like a five or eight or 10 second hug to actually allow our body to open up to that. And so it's that pause and then our body's like, Oh, okay. Okay. I'm resting. I'm pausing. And then we can keep going on and moving on with our day. And the other thing I want to point out is in cases of PTSD or trauma, and this can be the case for postpartum, which is why I want to bring it up. Postpartum can actually change our brain to be wired differently, which means it can change how our senses are being interpreted in our bodies. Mm. So for me, it's really easy to squeeze my body. Know I'm squeezing my body, feel the sensation and drop into a more rest and digest state. Whereas someone experiencing postpartum or PTSD might take longer and might need more cues.
0: I love that. Thank you for bringing that up. Mm -hmm. How does this all tie in with psychosomatics, Mm -hmm. which, which is a beautiful expertise that I I have used you for many many times.
1: <laughs> yeah, so um psychosomatics is really how the emotional body is showing up in the physical body. So, it's really the idea or the concept that if we're having some pain or if something's happening in our body, there's an emotional reason. There's an emotional response to it and that's usually where I turn to if someone is saying to me, "The doctors can't find anything wrong with me; everything's normal," and I'm experiencing da, da 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 da. So I was working with a client today for the first time, and the analogy I used for her was, "Your body is screaming at you," because she's in she was in a lot of pain. And for some of us, it starts subtle, but we ignore it. We ignore it. We ignore it. We ignore it. And then all of a sudden we have large amounts of pain. And that's when the body is screaming at you saying, please give me some attention. I need you to notice me. We need to start having a better relationship. (laughs) And so psychosomatics, we can, we can start to have patterns or ideas Broadly saying like left side is feminine, right side is masculine. The front of the body is forward future. The back of the body is the past. And it's also an opportunity to start to educate our clients that we cannot separate mind-body connection. We cannot like we, it's just part of the conversation that if there's unexplainable pain How can we start to come into the body and ask the questions and start noticing what's going on with our body rather than ignoring it or being angry at it? That's what I see a lot. It's like, oh, my stupid body, it's in pain. I'm just going to ignore it and hate it. So how can we start to move that conversation to one of what does your body need? What is your body trying to tell you? How can we start to have conversation and sit with the body versus ignoring the body?
0: And I hope everyone who's listening in are jotting down those questions, because those are not only things that we can ask ourselves on the regular, right? These are things that we can ask our clients, which is so incredibly important as they're really discovering who they are they're they're exploring their identity once again because that's what happens when we have a baby right our our entire world shifts and so much of who we are wants to be confident and secure in who we are as mothers and so by asking these questions we're supporting these people and and going back into their bodies and also building their intuition and recognizing that they have the answers within, like there's so many different components to the conversation here that we could really get into that would bring, you know, this, we could talk for hours essentially, <laughs> but so many of of the points that you have just made you know, I just want to bring that to light. If you didn't get a chance to write those down, please go back, rewind, write those down because these are questions that we want to have on hand for our clients and and again, for ourselves. And these are things that we can do to come into a space, right? When you're checking in with yourself before you enter in someone's home or before you show up for a Zoom meeting or before somebody walks into your door, that we're centered and secure and in a place where our nervous system is feeling more regulated and secure. And that makes everyone's life just feel that much easier. What do you wish that every birth and postpartum professional knew? Oh gosh.
1: I mean, I feel like, I mean, I'm totally biased, but I feel like birth and postpartum professionals are like way more connected to their bodies than some of the other professions (laughs) and like way more connected to spirit than a lot of other professions because of birth itself can be such a spiritual thing and connects a lot of us to, to spirit and to source and, and what that means. So gosh, For me, it's mostly just reminding us that we all have this deep inner, deep inner knowing. I trained in cranial sacral therapy and in cranial sacral terms, they call it the inner physician. And that was my first introduction to starting to understand that I, my body desires to, to be in complete health and wholeness. And that that's actually a natural state of being is wholeness and wellness. It's not one of illness and destruction or pain. That's not the natural state. So really, really just reminding all of us that we have this deep inner wisdom, this deep inner knowing that can guide us. Anytime we're stuck, anytime we're confused, anytime we're hurt, anytime we're not sure how to help our clients, we actually do know if we're willing to pause and listen and ask our inner knowing and our inner wisdom, what should I do here? Or show me in a way that I can understand better. What is it that I I can do here? Or what is it that I'm missing? Please show me. And our inner knowing will show us will tell us all the answers that we need and um, teaching our clients to do the same.
0: Thank you so much for that. Can you share where we can all find you?
1: So a lot of the work I do is connecting women to their womb, connecting women to their womb space, clearing any psychosomatic or emotional or ancestral trauma. And I I, I introduce it as the feminine because that is to me what actually captures this divineness or this like wholeness of us where we're able to surrender, let go of control, recognize our enoughness, be in the flow, really being the feminine and getting out of what I call the toxic masculine, not necessarily the masculine because we, we need the masculine love and support. <laughs> so much. So that's a lot of what this meditation is more about It's just learning how to connect with the feminine that's within that might be hiding. And then you can find me on my website, which is my name, Nelson.com. I do one-on-one coaching with people with a trauma-informed and somatic perspective. And I also do a training once a year teaching coaches and practitioners how to be trauma-informed from a somatic perspective. So if people want to go deeper with their clients, working through some of the trauma from a trauma-informed perspective, I do that training once a year as well.
0: Thank you so, so much for this, Leisha. It is always a pleasure. We have worked together personally and professionally for many years now. And I just, I always learn so much from you in our conversations. It's an ongoing, and I just appreciate that so much. So thank you so much for your time. And
1: I can't wait to dive in the next time. So thank you so much for having me. And I'm, I'm happy to answer any questions moving forward. Of course. Beautiful. Thank you.
0: Thanks for tuning in and taking the time to learn about how to support your body in deep healing. We don't do this work just for us or for you. Your healing impacts your children, your relationships, and your community. We do this work because the health and vibrancy of our world begins with its mothers. I hope you have taken some valuable information today and applied it to your own life. If you aren't sure where to begin, reach out about working together one-on-one or at minimum, learning about my postpartum nutrition plan, which is where I start every single one of my clients. And you can do that by going to mirandabauer.com. Hope you enjoyed this episode. Let us know by leaving a review and we will see you next time.